Hey everybody, welcome back to the Off the Ground Podcast. It has been a bit. Actually, it's been just over a year uh, since we've had an episode. Um, I uh, needed to take a break from it. I wasn't real thrilled with the way it was going. Um, I just, talking and just hearing myself talk, um, that's not comfortable for me. And um, besides that, I had other things in my life I needed to focus on for a bit. Um, But uh, a lot of you were encouraging me to record another one or asking me when I'm going to. So, um, and I really appreciate that. It tells me at least people are listening and would uh, would like some more. So um, made some big changes with it though, which we'll talk about here in just a second. But um, as a reminder though, um, if you can, if you listen to the episode, if you like it, if you can get on iTunes, um, find the podcast on there and you can rate and review it. Um, that really does help. And even the reviews, even if it's negative, that helps us understand where we need to take it or what we need to do different or better um, or what we're doing well. So um, please do that after you listen. It, it again is very helpful. Having said that, the big change is um, if you remember back on episode 11, um, I interviewed uh, John Tafoya, who uh, is a lifelong best friend, and um, we talked about his cancer diagnosis, and um, John is has graciously agreed to join me as a co-host on this, and so uh, he'll pop in here in just a minute. Um, we're still working out the kinks of this a little bit because this is our first one going forward. If you have ideas on um, on topics we should cover, please reach out through the Facebook, off the ground Facebook page, or if you know me personally, you know, send me a text or an email or uh, I don't know, a pigeon with a note tied to it, whatever. Um, but as always, you know, we're not mental health experts. Please don't assume that we are or take any of that. Um, you know, a lot of it, we're just talking out of our ass or it's stuff we've been through ourselves um, that we're relating or training we've been to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so with that, let's get going. You there, John? I am here. What's hey, up? Cool. So um, I was, I, I did kind of an intro and told folks that you're going to be joining this as a co-host and um, I'm pretty pumped about it because I think it's going to give better content and it's much easier to talk to somebody than just listen to myself talk. So um, thanks for joining me in this. I'm happy to be here. Um, So you want to, I mean, we've known each other a while. Um, uh, You want to kind of give our history a little bit? Um, I think we met in third grade playing little league t-ball and, um, you know, we did scouts together and, um, worked at summer camp together went to school together only for, I think only for two years at middle school. Um, and have worked together and, and, um, can't get rid of you, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's about the sum of it. Uh, so I recall we were the two tallest kids on the T-ball team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those old pictures are, are kind of awkward. Um, <laughs> it looks like, looks like some, you know, high school kids playing on the elementary school team, but uh, um, yeah, it's been, God, I don't even know how to do the math, but it's, it's had to have been close to 40 years. Yeah. Right around there. 
Yeah, so we're old. <laughs> but we're immature, so it balances out pretty well, I think. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So w- um, welcome back. This is this, this is Matt's first pod in a while, so uh, welcome back. Yeah, it's been over a year, um, so I'm glad to be doing Holy it crap. again. Yeah, it was uh, June of last year, I think. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so we kind of chatted a little bit before about, you know, kind of what to kick this off with and um, kind of landed on life events that changed us, um, you know, which, uh, you know, we all go through stuff throughout life that, that alters the course of what you're doing or who you are as a person. And um, for better or worse, I mean, it can be good things or negative things, but do um, uh, you have any that stand out for you? Um, you know, I guess two kind of recent ones are is I, you know, I got divorced and, and I had a, some medical issues a few years ago and, 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 you know, both of them were kind of traumatic at the time and, and definitely unexpected and definitely new for me. So I didn't, I didn't know how to navigate it. And, um, and there was, it was very challenging and very difficult. And, but I think, you know, and it took me a while, but I think like, like, you know, there's things there. I mean, there, of course, there's a lot of things I can't control, but I think in trying to refocus my outlook and focus on the things I can't control or things that are positive really helped me out. And, and, um, and to be honest, like, I mean, like I'm doing fine now. I, I did get diagnosed with prostate cancer a couple of years ago and, and the, all the loyal listeners of your pod will know that. Cause we talked about that before. Um, yeah, episode 11. But, but uh, honestly, I feel like it did really help me change my outlook on a lot of things and, and, you know, and like focus on what's important in life or what's important to me and how to spend my time. And I feel I mean, you know, it did affect my health a little bit, but I feel fortunate that that happened. If that sounds weird, like to help me, to help me learn some things about myself. So, um, I, I guess whenever I, now, I mean, that helped me, you know, this, this, those things helped me. Like, I feel like any change can be, there can be some positive things in it, you know, even if it's hard and stressful. Oh, for sure. I th- I think like for me, like the first big one that stands out besides like the young childhood stuff with my shitty stepdad um, mm-hmm. was uh, when that first summer we worked at, at the Y camp, um, we worked at a, at a residential YMCA camp um, here in Oregon. Um, and uh, that first summer, like I didn't have much self-confidence. I mean, I was the kid with the braces, the big glasses. Um, I was, you know, I never had anything like fashionable as a kid. Um, just, we didn't have the money for it. And, you know, so I got picked on a bit in school and, you know, with that asshole stepdad, really, I've mentioned it before in the podcast, how like I didn't have any self-confidence because he just emotionally, mentally beat me down. Um, but then I went to that camp and, you know, we were working in the kitchen <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, probably the, the crappiest job there, but, um, 
immediately people were like welcoming, you know, like they just took me for who I was. Um, and you know, we had such a fun summer. Um, just, I mean, if you, for those who are listening, who've never worked in a summer camp or in a kitchen, the, the camp kitchen is, it's kind of a crazy place. It's just hot. And, you know, you're washing dishes all day. And, um, but we had two coworkers who, uh, <laughs> provided endless entertainment, um, just because they were not, um, very smart, um, or they're, uh, how would you describe that? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I think, I think especially the, the, the male, the male coworker you're talking about. I mean, well, like his, I guess here's like, I mean, his favorite place to take a smoke break was leaning against the propane tank. Exactly. So, so, so draw your conclusions from that people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after that summer, I like, I went back to school. Um, did we, was that our junior before that was, senior year we worked there or yes that was the summer going into senior year okay so yeah i went back to school and you know i had a lot more self-confidence and um i basically no longer gave a shit if people liked me or not i i knew who i was as far as you know i liked myself and um you know that really changed my personal outlook um for the better for sure i mean enough so that i went back several summers how, how many summers did you do four I did wow. 90 to 90, 96. Okay. Yeah, that's a, I think that's about what I did. Um, and, you know, met some incredible people there. But so for me, just going to work at what I thought was going to be an eh, whatever job, and I get to do it with my best friend, so it'll be fun either way. But um, I didn't really know how that experience was going to change me, and definitely for the better. Um you know, so that, that was like a life-changing thing for me that was all positive. It wasn't like a negative thing that I got something positive out of or I learned, you know, something about it, which, you know, I'll, I'll take what I can get. I'll take all the positive <laughs> I can get these days. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, and I think for a lot, a lot of people who had that same experience we did up there, it was, you know, positive life-changing. I mean, there's people who, there's an alumni association that has been going for, I don't know, 30 years or whatever that, because people are so connected to their experience there. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm on, on the camping board um, for that camp now because of the positive things it did to me. I don't know that we need to turn this into a whole podcast about that camp. <laughs> yeah, no, but I definitely, definitely can see I mean, just because I was there and I know you like how it changed you and, and, um, and, you know, and especially yeah, that's kind of a pivotal time in your life too. So that I think that provided a lot of foundation for everything that's followed since then. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and then look, good. I would say looking back at the time, I wouldn't have, I, I didn't realize that or wouldn't have even thought that, um, would have had such a big effect in my life oh yeah like i had no idea i mean i knew i felt better about myself after that summer but i really didn't necessarily credit it to what mm -hmm. my experience uh you know um and i didn't know what a big impact also for me i mean i mean in the long run you got married because of it <laughs> mm -hmm. um and like 
yeah, a lot of lifelong friendships. I mean, my closest friends, the majority of them I met working there. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, uh, the person that hired us, his name is Forrest. Shout out to Forrest. And, um, you know, and, and not to say that I don't think that it was like, like he just needed bodies to work in that kitchen. Yeah. You know, so we were just, we were just kind of a means to an end, but we, we got a lot more out of it. Absolutely. Eventually he was able to tell us apart too. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. That's a really great example of a life of, of a life changing event. And, and was it, when you went into camp, was it, was it stressful for you or apprehensive at all? Yeah, for sure. Just because I didn't know what to expect. I think had you not been there that summer though, it would have been more so because like, I, I was very shy about new situations. Um, but having someone I knew there, Mm -hmm. helped helped ease that a bit yeah Um, i definitely i definitely agree with that and that's the thing with like some of these things we go into in life you don't know if you're going to have a support system there or not um and you know you may be going in completely blind or you may go in with a lot of uh confidence because of the people that are going to be there so it's, you, you never know what the hell you're going through. Like going in, like when my daughter was born, you know, I was excited, but I was nervous because I didn't know anything about being a dad or anything, especially about being a dad of a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, I mean, that was probably the greatest event in my life is when my daughter and son were born. Um, but it was like nerve wracking and, like scary and all this stuff, but it was a major life event that turned out to be phenomenal. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm also a parent and, and I still remember when my oldest was born and, and I was like, this is exciting. And, and what the F is going on? (laughs) And like, what do I do next? And now he just graduated from high school. Yeah. I remember when he was born too. And I was glad you uh, got to pave the way before me. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's that's a good point about you know like like anytime anytime you're in a new situation you know it and especially when it's one that's you know that's maybe difficult to navigate having that support system can um whether it's part whether it's built into the new situation or just people that are already in your life you know that that can really uh make a huge difference you know we're i mean you know can people do things by themselves sure but you know you don't you know we don't always have to and having someone to you know bounce ideas off of or or you know kind of help you help you carry the way you know uh, can go a long way yeah absolutely and you know like and those big things like you know the divorces or sickness you know um going into those things alone has got to be rough. Like I haven't, I didn't bring it up in the intro, but um, so I've been off work dealing with PTSD stuff again for several months now. And Mm -hmm. um, there's a group of guys that um, we get together on Thursdays for lunch who have all been through that same process. Um, They're all ahead of me in the process. Um, 
but being able to bounce ideas off each other or um, just vent about the way the process works and the system works, et cetera, has been incredibly helpful because um, without that, I think it would, this whole thing would be way harder than, than it has been. And, you know, having the support system also like you and my brother and, and, you know, friends, family, everything else um, there to, um, to just vent to if I need to has, makes a huge difference because I don't know what the result of this is going to be. Am I going to go back to work? Am I not going to go back to work? But um, it, it's definitely a life-changing either way, however this shakes out. Um, and I think without that support system, it, it would be so much harder. Oh, definitely. I'm glad you have that, that, that support system, you know, um, I mean, overall, but that's specific for people that are in the, the kind of similar situation. Um, you know, because that probably helps to just to know that they can relate in a way that maybe other people can't. Um, and, you know, I'm sure it's probably, I'm sure it's probably good for them to, you know, be able to share their knowledge with, with somebody that, you know, is earlier on in that process, you know, that that's gotta be helpful to know, um, that they're making a difference and, you know, and I'm sure you're making a difference to other people in that group too. Well, give it a shot anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know, like, you know, some of these things too, like, you know, when my mom died, um, I was 22 and obviously that was just a major event and, crushing blow even though we knew it was coming but Mm -hmm. um from that though i learned to be a lot more independent i learned um to um just take care of business because i had to i had to start helping raise my little brother and um who was still a teenager Mm -hmm. and rebellious and all that and um stuff had to get done and i think ultimately down the road that also helped me even in my career um, because when stuff starts going chaotic or whatever at a scene, I know how to just handle business. And then once everything's settled down, um, start piecing everything together because I think be, uh, uh, in large part due to that experience of, of losing my mom and suddenly being thrown into a lot of responsibility that someone at that age doesn't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. So you, so you feel like so because you went through that and, and you handled it, you were able to get through it, that, that that helps, you know, you can handle other situations. Yeah. I mean, in the moment I, that didn't occur to me, you know, mm-hmm. um, but looking back at it now, um, I think it definitely, uh, helped shape that ability to do that. But <clears throat> who knows? I could just be amazing which is quite possible also. <laughs> so thank you for coming to the humble map podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Um, hey, did, did you want to talk about the, the new phone number? Yeah. Do you want to do it? Or do you want me to, or we both? Oh, go it ahead. Matter. Go ahead. Well, for those of you uh, who are not aware, there is a new national uh, suicide and crisis lifeline um, that's anywhere in the country. You can dial 988. It's like 911 only uh, for mental health, essentially. Um, And they have crisis workers on the other end to uh, talk you through whatever you may be going through. Um, 
and I was really excited that this came about. I think it was what a month ago they did that. Two months ago. Yeah, I think the change um, came through in July. July. Okay. <clears throat> so um, up and running. Um, and I, for whatever reason, didn't even know about it. I hadn't heard about it. And then when it came out, I saw it on the news. I'm like, what is this? Um, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind for me. So I started getting online and checking it out. And I'm, I think it's just a great thing that hopefully is going to uh, save a lot of people. Yeah, it's great. It, it's, um, I believe it's staffed with kind of volunteers from all over the country or professionals. Um, I don't believe it's, I think it's a nonprofit, but the government um, passed legislation to give them that, that phone number nationwide. Um, And so anybody can call, talk to somebody, Um, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to necessarily, you can, you know, it's, I'm sure it's confidential as the law allows, but you don't necessarily have to, you know, tell them who you are. If you're not comfortable, you can just call and, and, um, and I highly encourage anyone, uh, you know, going through some hard times to, if you, you know, maybe if you don't have somebody available in your life to talk to right at that moment, just call and, and, uh, chat with somebody and, um, you're not alone and you don't have to go through anything alone. So, um, and even when, even when some, you know, things can seem impossible, uh, you know, there's always, you know, there's, there's natural highs and lows. And, and so just because something seems impossible, doesn't mean it's always going to be impossible. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, um, I've had some like really dark days, you know, since I've been off work just because I, I miss work and I am just miserable sometimes, but I mean, thankfully I've never gotten to this point, but knowing that that's available to me or you or anyone um, is such, such a great thing. Cause there's some like local crisis lines and um, you volunteer with one. Um, but it's nice that there's just one, anyone in the country can access. So if you live in the middle of nowhere where there's not, you know, a lot of services, you can call that number and at least have someone on the other end of the line to talk to. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, once the word gets out, everyone will know, you know, just like nine one one, and 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 that that eliminates the step of having to think about, oh, who do I call? Where do I find this number? Um, and so, hopefully, it's just it's as ubiquitous, ubiquitous, I should as well known as nine one one, because that was me trying to sound smart, and I did not. Um, but hopefully, it's known. As, it was well known as nine one one. You know, so people can get the support they need. Exactly. Well, uh, let's see. We wrap this sucker up, and uh, I'm going to make sure to edit you out of all of this, and um, we'll get it up and running. All right. Thanks for coming to the latest edition of Matt and the Dummy, everyone. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.